welcome to Figures in the Dark, the podcast where we tell stories of all things murderous, paranormal, and terrifying that goes on in the dark. My name's Tori. My name's Taylor Shea. And there's a cat fight going on right now, guys. Yeah, so I'm very sorry. I'm getting continuously distracted by the all of a sudden, the second I start talking, to have little tiny paws pouncing on top of other fucking cats' heads. I think one of the favorite things I've seen when there have been cat fighting, which we just had to break up because we heard a noise, um, was powder bunny kicking pigeon in the face. Yep. Like, def- good job defending yourself, girlfriend, because well, he keeps you. trying to mount her, even though That's I don't says. think they understand... Neither of them know what to do in that situation. No, because he had his little nutties chopped off. Yeah, when he was like four months old. And she's spayed, or she yeah, got her She's shit fixed, out. and she is too young to care. Yeah, I mean, she's a year and a half, so she could, if she was not fixed, have babies. Yeah. But she's stupid. And very disinterested. Yes, she is like, yeah, very. Yes. So, so um, we've been having this go on for literally the last 20 minutes. Yeah, um, but how's everyone doing? I'm alive. I'm doing pretty damn good, actually. Like, oh, good. you know, I'm not, you know, I'm just doing pretty good. I'll put it that way. Like, I'm, I'm thriving. We'll put it that way. So, beautiful. Um, and we're doing an episode today that is a little out of our norm, um, mm-hmm. but still has to do with crime and fucked up shit. Um, and I'm very, very excited about it. So and why today, I'm in a bad mood because today, I have, I have had way too much content regarding this. So as t- of late, so today. So today, we're going to talk about the Duggars. Yes. I am so fucking excited. Okay. Specifically why was because of the Shiny Happy People documentary yes. coming out was, like two weeks ago. Which was very, very good. Yes. Very well done. We sat and watched the entire thing. I think it's three hour long episodes. Yes. The In I one believe. night. In yep. one go. We watched all of it. And it was funny because like I think I've mentioned before, like I have some form of um knowledge about the Duggars like Mm -hmm. I grew up with like I grew up watching a lot of TLC shows that type of stuff so I grew up watching the Duggars like I didn't watch their specials on Discovery I watched them once they had like their daughter Josie who I believe now is like uh 13 so about so about 2010 I was I was like a teenager when I started Mm -hmm. watching them okay um so a lot later than a lot of people but I was obsessed with them. Like, I fucking loved the Duggars. Like, my I guilty pleasure, and even not. to this day, I think I've said before on the podcast, my guilty pleasure is the Duggars. I never much cared for them. I think my mom made me watch, like, an episode or two because she was also sometimes mildly interested in, like, TLC mm-hmm. stuff. I think we did watch a few more episodes of, like, Sister Wives mm-hmm. than we ever did. Um, yeah. Duggar. I know it's it, Kids and Counting. I don't even care how many 19 Kids, kids and Counting. That's too many. Yeah. But, um. Well. Yeah. Well, they could have had twenty one, if two miscarriages didn't happen. That's. Um. So yeah. we are going to talk about a lot of like their fucked up shit and like I feel like their the way- history. We're going to talk about yes. the religion, which yeah. like that's why I never got into it because even as a young person, mm-hmm. I was very like anti organized religion. Yeah. Um. I actually once got in trouble or yelled at by my mom. I think I it was like literally. Something had happened. I had said Jesus Christ or something like really annoyed mm-hmm. as a teenager. And my mom was like, don't you take his name in vain. And I'm like, he's not even real. Mm-hmm. I was like 17. And she just kind of like gave me this look like, the fuck? I'm like, yeah. No, I've very been not about it. With me, I've always been, I was raised in a religious household. So mm-hmm. to my parents, like 
the the Duggars were like good Christian people. Like that's what they saw them as. And that's yes. what a lot of the world saw them as for a lot. Like they were good yes. Christian people, but very conservative Christians, not politically. Yes, politically, but also yeah. in the sense of like there are there are people who are Jewish and then mm-hmm. there are like Orthodox Jews. Yes. Like that's how it so, that's how we, 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 we compared them. I kind of want to talk about it a little bit later, but I definitely agree. And I think that this is why they were so easily marketable was because they made their although they have such shitty fucked up political values mm-hmm. they kept them on the back burner yes, and they were 100%. made out to be this really really good family when in actuality it's really bad that we platformed these people yeah, for so, so long i think the way i want to run this and this is kind of we don't really yeah. have like normally the way we run the podcast is one of us will present and then uh one of us will have no notes the other one will have like pure example like last episode mm-hmm. you had notes like, we yeah. usually have like one of us as a case we and the other person just like listen response whatever yes um very much how morbid does how a lot of podcasts do it i think the way i want to do this one is very similar to how um you know and this could be more than one part like we can make this more than one part this could be a little mini series on our our pod um but i don't want to take too much away from a podcast that actually does a lot of deep diving into it called digging up the duggers and tay is the one who recommended them to me and must i fucking say they are a fucking amazing like and i'm very picky about my podcast like you know me you listen to a lot more podcasts than i do i I listen to maybe morbid and that's it and us maybe and that's it like i don't listen to any podcast i have been obsessed with this podcast that's why i said like i've consumed too much content regarding the duggars that is making me cranky they're so good and they're so (laughs) funny they're really good um tim and whitney through from digging up the duggars are a married couple that their setup i think is incredible because whitney had grown up being very obsessed with them and like read their books things like that yes tim is she's forcing him to watch the series for the first time knows nothing so very me yeah and like i absolutely love their dynamic they they cover very difficult topics in a very funny and like mm-hmm. they deal with it with a lot of like nice brevity, but they also talk about the important issues and they don't shy away from them, which I is li- what I really appreciate. And I feel like I, I like them because I feel yeah. like their vibe or our vibe, because they've been long, they've been mm-hmm. a podcast longer than we have only about like a month or so. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like their vibe is very much our vibe yeah. and how we are very, like we talk about very serious cases, but we also, you know, like they have a whole section called the Ooh and the Yeesh section where it's like the deep dives where, where yeah. Whitney goes into like the deep dives and it's a really fucked up stuff. And like, I just listened to the episode where they talk about Josh Duggar's um, charges. Ugh, so, yeah. you know, it's only the third episode. That's but why I'm cranky because yeah. I listen to that. It's a very, yeah. very good podcast. I highly, highly, highly recommend it, especially Absolutely. if you're someone like me who grew up with the Duggars mm-hmm. but didn't necessarily grow up like because their show started in 2004. Yeah. So they're, they started in 2004 when um, they had, I have a Wikipedia article in front of me. They had seven, no, 17 kids at the show's premiere. Um, at the, at the show, sorry, the show's premiere. Cause yes, because I, I think it was 14 on yes, the first so Discovery was, episode. Yes, I'm trying to find it. It was, um, yeah, so it was a... Let me see. Which um, I also really like that Whitney talks about the specials as well before they really yes, got into the I show. I love that because I and never watched the specials. I didn't either, mm-hmm. but I also really like that they. she was pointing out that a lot of the early crimes that Josh was doing was during the time of these specials. Yes. This was even before they were platformed for a full-blown show. Yeah, so we. So I. I before we go further, so we yeah. had... I kind of want to give background on the Duggars like I feel like I have that base knowledge to be able to give background so I wrote down like all the names of the kids their ages their families and I also wrote down some 
Um, if you hear like a notebook flipping, it's my new podcast oh, notebook. Don't mind me. Also, yes. before we fully start, another thing I want to plug that we'll put in the show notes as well. One of the other things that I've been watching uh, to kind of like catch up mm-hmm. content wise has also I'm forgetting the YouTube channel itself, um, but I'll put it in the show notes. But there's this person who does Fundy Fridays yes. on YouTube. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. She was in the documentary. Yes. She is amazing yes. and has gone through and done so many deep dives yes. of not just the Duggars, but all of the affiliated yep. people like in the Bates, IBLP. The halls, uh, yep. Yes. So please also shout a huge shout out to them and to mm-hmm. follow her content because that gave so much more yes. information yep. for me as well for a lot yeah. of the timelines as well as mm-hmm. like the more modern crimes that are happening too yeah. so okay so mm-hmm. i kind of kind of wrote down like i said if you hear flipping i got a new podcast notebook so don't mind me i'm actually <laughs> writing shit down instead of typing it so i i wrote down a bunch of stuff that i think is relevant to mm-hmm. them like not only fucked up shit but also like little things that they do or like recipes that they became famous for yep i heard yeah a lot about the tater tot casserole we'll talk about that bitch don't okay. worry okay <laughs> so to preface so with this episode or however many episodes it's going to be, we just want to give like a content warning, trigger warning, especially mm-hmm. for someone like myself who has religious trauma. Um, we're going to talk a lot about religion, organized religion, um, cults, cult, culty religions, um, as well as, you know, sexual abuse, molestation, mm-hmm. um, child, which something I want to point out, too, is I used to always call it child pornography. But Whitney, yes. the Whitney brought it up. We should be calling it child child child, child sex, sex abuse, abuse material because pornography denotes that it's something enjoyable, something yeah, or consent consensual ha- happened. So, which we all know, pornography a lot of it isn't consensual anyway. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I'm gonna refer to it as CSAM. Yeah. So, like I said, child sex abuse material. Mm-hmm. Um, so trigger warning for that type of stuff. Um, it's gonna be rough. We're into, and yes. even child abuse, just child abuse in general. So this is why we're making it a necessary episode because not only was the documentary so good and we want people to go out and watch it, but also because this was a family that was platformed yes. for nearly two decades that is absolutely abusive and was hiding so many abusive things mm-hmm. and was basically making this cult able to spread yep. and be able to do all of these horrible things for so much longer than mm-hmm. they ever should have been allowed to do and mm-hmm. still are continuously doing. And one of the things that I'm really excited about and why I think this is so important to talk about is to be able to deconstruct this and yes. to be able to say and make better choices of who we platform. And I think it's going to be interesting too, because mm-hmm. you are coming at this from a, I have no knowledge, but the bad stuff. Whereas yes. I'm coming from, Hey, I saw these people as like, I want to be like them. Which is so so dangerous to me. Yes. And so it's going to be very yeah. interesting. And obviously I'm not, you know, we don't really share pictures of what we look like just for mm-hmm. privacy reasons. But, you know, I am a very old, I have about, I'm about to have nine tattoos in August. Mm-hmm. I have my lip pierced, both my nostrils pierced, I slept in piercing colored hair, tattoos. Mm-hmm. I dress in all black. Like I listen to heavy metal. Like I am not what 14 year old me. I've always wanted to yeah. look like this and act like this. But 14 year old me was so pushed into this christian stereotype that i felt like i couldn't so i feel like it's very interesting to have that perspective because i still have that little 14 year old girl inside me who's like the duggars are so cool like yeah but now duggars are good people that's who i'm supposed to be like exactly and then realizing that like the people i idolize and people i tried to mold myself after are literal fucking shit bags yeah are dangerous people they're dangerous people and Mm -hmm. it makes me feel Mm-hmm. bad for my younger self yes. because like that's who i wanted to be and like now knowing that knowing who they are like 
I do not want to be them at no. all. Like, and no. To steal a little bit from Swoop, who is also someone yes. who I highly recommend her content on YouTube. I fucking love her deep dives. But as her tagline usually says, it's not drama, it's dangerous. Yep. We're not talking about this because it's drama and it's mm-hmm. pop culture drama. That's usually, sometimes that's why we talk about the Kardashians, just for drama yeah. reasons. But also sometimes they are just downright yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Um, but right now, we're not talking about this for drama reasons because there's the documentary, things like that. No, mm-hmm. this is genuinely dangerous and mm-hmm. it needs to be said because they did there was a whole generation of mm-hmm. teenage girls like you that felt pushed mm-hmm. into having to conform to these standards that yep. basically allowed room for a culture of predation. Yep, exactly. So uh, let's give a little bit of background. I want to mm-hmm. talk about the entire family, a little bit about how Jim and Jim, and Jim Bob and Michelle met and their kids and their mm-hmm. beliefs and stuff like that. Just a little bit of an intro. And then I feel like we can kind of go into like some of the things about their beliefs. And then we can start talking about like deep diving into like why those beliefs are fucked up. So yeah. So we'll start with the, with the family. So I'm going to tell the names of all the kids and then I'm going to go into the kids' families. Um, but I'm also going to tell the ages of the kids. And I'm all, I also included the two miscarriages because they okay. consider them also their children, which and they have they're, right yes. to. Yes, and they, especially the first one, had a lot It was of, a turning point in yes, their beliefs, 100%. Exactly. So yeah. very yeah. important to discuss. So, and these are their ages as of right now. So as of right now, the mom and dad, Jim Bob, her name is um, James Robert. <laughs> I never knew that. I thought his name was Jim Bob. His real name is James 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 Robert. Robert, And he goes by Jim Bob. So now, so you're you're shortening your first and your middle name, and that's what you're going. Okay. So, (laughs) as funny side note, my sister's father-in-law, his real name is Jim, but we all call him Jim Bob. I love it. Like just for funsies, his his real name is not James Robert. (laughs) We just call him Jim Bob for like giggles. I love it. So there's Jim Bob, who is currently 57, and Michelle, who is 56. So. Um, Jim, Jim Bob and Michelle met um, when they were so Michelle was not born into IBLP and that she was not born into like this religious religiosity she believed in God but she was she was a cheerleader she wore a short skirt she had boyfriends before Jim Bob like a sinner like all that I stuff. heard on one of the videos that I was watching that she regularly would talk about how she used to mow her lawn in a bikini yep. and now that she tells us all the time as though she was like being sinful and like get yep. stra- making others go astray yep. and I'm like you were a teenage girl. If someone was looking at you in your mm-hmm. bikini, that's on them. That's exactly. They're the disgusting person, exactly. not you. And exactly. also, like, why are you making yourself into the bad guy for just mm-hmm. doing a normal human thing? Like, well, and also, they, lawn they, is hot. And also, they like, married in 1984. Yeah. They're the fucking 70s. Like, it was the, the early 70s. 80s. You're like, just, you're free-spirited. Also, it's disgustingly hot to mow lawn. They, they lived in Arkansas. Yeah. And she South. wanted to... And, wear your bikini while mowing lawn you'll probably get a tan if that's what you're after exactly who gives a shit it's probably better for you than just sitting in bacon <laughs> exactly so they met um at a like they kind of met through like a um a what's it called a mutual friend mm-hmm. and there and then jim bob like saw her and was like oh my god she's so beautiful like oh my god invited her to like this like this like thing at his church and she was like oh my god like and apparently at one point in time like Jim Bob always remembers like being like she was so beautiful and Michelle's (laughs) perception of him was very like he was quiet (laughs) it's like so you were boring you were boring (laughs) which also like how did you end up with this boring man? <laughs> you exactly. thought he was so boring. Exactly. You seemed like a really cool person before this. And she was really cute, too. Yeah, she was adorable. And then second, 
okay, this might just be a me <laughs> thing for, like, not liking organized religion and being very, like, anti that from an early age. If someone invited me on a date to their church, there's no fucking way I'm yeah. going. That is the most disgusting invitation mm-hmm. I could ever think of. Of Like, that's the worst mm-hmm. idea for a date. I'm going to absolutely say no. And she, so she experienced a religious conversion. I'm reading from the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Um, and they were married on July 21st, 1984, just after Michelle's graduation. So Jim Bob was 19 and Michelle was 17, about to turn 18. So they okay. actually, they actually waited for about four years to have kids and they actually used birth control. They used birth control. Yes. So they decided they want to go off birth control and then that that's when they got pregnant with their first and oldest, Josh, or sex, sex pest, pest, as we'll call them. He yeah. is currently 35 and currently in prison, which, woo, love that for yeah. him. Piece um, of shit. <laughs> so they had, they had um, Josh, and then Michelle went right back on the, the, right back on the pill, and then she ended up getting pregnant while that, while on the pill. Which is statistically very, very rare. Yes, and so, and so us as not religious people looking at this, okay, if you're pregnant while, if you get pregnant while on the pill, to me, like, that means it's probably a higher case of miscarriage because yeah. birth control works in one of three ways, which I learned from the yeah. – like, so the, it, it yeah. works for – it thickens, like, your cervical mucus. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Whitney. Yeah. Um, Whitney and Tim. Um, sh- like, it, it, it changes the way that your uterus mm-hmm. and your cervix and your vaginal canal acts that way it's more it's more hostile towards sperm yeah. um but the third the third and final way and the reason that the duggers kind of are very anti birth control is when if there is an egg that is fertilized which they believe that life begins at conception so the moment that sperm meets the egg even if that fertilization happens birth control can work to thin out your uter- uterine lining so it doesn't implant so you can't you will technically be pregnant but it won't implant into you it can't grow yeah. any further so yes. that's part of the reason they're like, oh my god, it's like an abortion because I can't because then no, like, I just, have a baby. It's no. doing its job. It's exactly. making it so you literally cannot get pregnant. Like exactly as a person who's been on birth control for consistently for years, I did go off for a period of time, but because of my endometriosis, mm-hmm. have to be on it like nearly consistent, well, consistently, or like my hormone levels mm-hmm. get all fucked up and I become extremely uncomfortable mm-hmm. and start going through tons of pain. Love it, but like fucking it makes it so you really aren't you're nearly like infertile exactly like that's the whole point exactly of the pill so that's kind of i kind of went ahead a little bit that's yeah. why they don't like that because they got yeah. pregnant with their second child who they were going to name caleb which this is before the j names came in this was before yeah. j names whatever and michelle ended up miscarrying on um january 23rd 1989 um so then after that they took a deep dive they looked into the birth control and were like oh my god the birth control called the miscarriage we're gonna leave it up to god yeah so, so they're, they're like, like it's murder yeah exactly they're like, so it's they're not like, murder exactly. it just happens also like it could it could have been a number of things it didn't necessarily have to be the pill yes they're like one of the things that doctors will say often is that miscarriages sometimes just happen like our yes. bodies really they can't that's the one they're a wild form, card they're a wild card when it comes to that like the science behind like actually what causes miscarriages are is just a big old question mark Mm -hmm. not only because people don't care to study women because who cares Mm -hmm. they were just women's Mm -hmm. but also because it is so unpredictable there our bodies can just decide at any moment they Mm -hmm. that no like this isn't the right environment this isn't the right thing just nah exactly it happens all the time so so she miscarried and then they looked into it and they're like okay we're gonna let god decide however many children we're gonna have so i want to preface this i want to kind of take a pause in the actually we'll go with the kids and then we'll talk about i'm gonna talk 
more in detail about like each kid now not in detail but like go yeah. through the list of kids um all j names now by the way and then i want to talk about the reasoning why they have so many kids and there's like a couple reasons why they have so many fucking kids behind mm-hmm. their beliefs so they miscarried with caleb and they had Jana, who is now 33 and john david who is also 33 they're twins so it's their <laughs> first set of twins yeah and then we go to Jill, who's 32, Jessa, who is now 30, Ginger, who is 29, Joseph's 28, Josiah's 26, Joanna's 25, Jedediah and Jeremiah Jeremiah are both my age, 24, which, why the fuck would your name kids Jedediah and Jeremiah? Um, then we have Jason, who's 23, James, who's 21, Justin, who is 20, Je- Jackson, who is 19, Joanna, who is 17, Jennifer, who is 15, Jordan Grace, full name, that's her full name who was 14 and then Josie who was 13 who she actually had to be delivered at six months so she was born a pound because she was because yeah. Michelle went into hospital for something and they found out she had preeclampsia and she was mm-hmm. they were like we need to deliver this baby now so, so dangerous yeah so that's the youngest and then they got pregnant again in 2000 around 2011 with um a child that they ended up miscarrying and at this point a lot of people were saying like it's not because of anything they did just they had so many kids michelle's body was just not good for no. kids anymore and they named this uh kid jubilee and so they you know okay. they she miscarried whatever this and the other so yes Which those are all the kids they have said many a time like it was very clear that michelle's doctors and michelle's family mm-hmm. were not supportive of having this many children 100%. because it is so dangerous for your body after a certain point and especially as well as she was getting older exactly and after 35 yeah. you're considered a geriatric pregnancy yeah which i fucking hate that yeah. stop calling it geriatric they're not 100 <laughs> but like yeah it was dangerous she yeah. was having pregnancies after 35 as well as way too many pregnancies and mm-hmm. once wasn't her last two like obviously the preeclampsia and before that didn't they wasn't there problems with the child before that with the they, yeah I think yeah so. with yeah. the birth and well, and also she also had she would do like vaginal, a bunch of vaginal births, and then she would have a couple C sections, and then more vaginal births. And not that that's not impossible to do a vaginal yeah. birth after a C section, but it's but, highly not recommended. Yes, because of your uterus is being cut the fuck open. Yes, so, so she had so she went back and forth, oh. back and forth. So her body is a fucking mess. So yeah. now that we kind of talked about all the kids, I kind of want to talk about um, the kids who are married because they okay. have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wait, hold on, one, two. Three, wait, hold on. One, two, three, four, mm-hmm. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven kids who are married. They have twenty-eight grandchildren. Oh my god. So obviously the first one we're gonna talk about is Josh, who married Anna, I think her name was Keller or something like that. Um that that was in like two thousand six. That was one of the first Duggar kids married. They have seven kids together. They have Mackenzie, Michael, Marcus, Meredith, Mason, Marielle, and Madison. Which I do want to point out that Madison is very funny to me because mm-hmm. everyone, Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison. Yeah. Like that cheating scandal, yeah. which we'll get into. Yeah. Um, but they obviously are keeping up with the repeating, um, the repeating letters. They're the only couple that has done that. And I also want to put out Mackenzie, the way they spell Mackenzie, M-A-C-K-Y-N-Z-I-E. Mac Inzy. Yeah. Okay. So then we have, um, so I'm just going in order of the the kids ages i'm not going in order of when they got married because my, my belief it was josh and then jessa no josh jill jessa ginger joanna john david josiah joseph jedediah jeremiah jeremiah and then justin but i'm going to go in order of their ages just because okay. that was easier for me to keep track of so john david is the second oldest mind you, i want to point out Jana is 33 and still lives at home and does not is not married we will talk about why yeah. i think that is so john david married someone named abby who actually you like is a reg- was a registered nurse like was very like science they have two children named grace and charlie and charlie was recently born in the last couple years 
Then we have Jill, uh, Jill and Derek, who we'll talk about Jill. She's kind of the one who is more she's more she's the most rebellious out of her family currently. Yeah. Um, so they have three boys together and they've been married since like for like 10, 13 years now. And they only have wow. three kids. Um, so they have Israel, Samuel and Frederick or Freddie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Jessa and Ben. And I can't wait for you to hear these kids. I don't know if you know Jessa and Ben's kids names. No. OK, so Jessa and Ben, they got married, um, I think the second or third kid of the Duggars they have a ki- the first child they named Spurgeon and sounds then, like sperm um it was after a preacher and then their next three kids ready for this so you're like oh my god Spurgeon no. what how bad how worse how else works could it get goes Spurgeon Henry Ivy and Fern okay I can deal with the last three but what what is his nick oh, Spurgeon's Spurge. nickname Spurgey Splooge. So that's Jessa that's and Ben. And gross. then we have Jeremy and Ginger. Jeremy was has tattoos. Not a lot, but like a couple tattoos. He was a soccer player, like a professional soccer player. Oh, this was the one who was obsessed with Kanye. Yes. Yeah. Um, so they have two daughters named Felicity oh. and Evangeline, and they actually do not share their children on social media anymore. Okay. They're the only Duggar child, grandchild, or uh, whatever to not share the pictures of their children and i, I and, appreciate and here's that. The, i went on the duggar website to find out pictures of the kids and stuff and the duggars are like michelle and jim bob respect that they don't okay. put those web- pictures of their granddaughters on the website they also live in texas now laredo texas so um then we have joseph and kendra they have three kids garrett addison and brooklyn then we have Josiah and Lauren, who they originally got pregnant and then she miscarried with a, a child named um asa asa Asha, I don't Aza? know, Aza or something like that. But then they gave birth to a little girl named Bella. Then we have Joanna and Austin. Um, they have Gideon, Evelyn, and then they miscarried with another daughter. And then they had um, Gunner. So sorry. Also, trigger warning: miscarriage. We're talking about yeah. miscarriages. I apologize. Yeah. Um, and then we have Jedediah and Caitlin, who they have uh, children named Truett and Nora. And they have Jeremiah. We have Jeremiah and Hannah, and they have a daughter named Brinley. And they have Justin and Claire, who do not have children yet. Side note: Justin got married um, a month after he turned eighteen. Um, so they, there were, there was some, some controversy behind that. So out of, how the fuck does anybody remember all these names? I don't even remember the 19 names. I, I, you had to grow up with it. You know what I mean? Um, well, and it was funny because when in the house, the kids all had their names on their bed. So like we, there was a joke that's <laughs> yeah. like, good night, J- Joanna. Joanna. Good night, Just gotta say the J and mumble after like like Tim said. Um, so of all these couples, I want to say one, two, three, four, five, five or six of out of almost five or six of them, there was out of out of all the eleven couples, there was probably five or six miscarriages throughout the couples which is also unfortunately very common for each like generation Mm -hmm. going on one of the things that like we talk about often because like the only part of this that i can kind of somewhat although i'm like how the fuck do you remember all these names my mom was one of seven yeah my dad's father is one of ten yeah both of my mom's parents were one of like seven or more. Mm-hmm. So like I understand big families in that mm-hmm. sense, except for like I don't know my extended cousins. I mm-hmm. like my dad's side of the family, like my dad's father's side of the family are close enough that I do know all of my aunts and uncles, but I don't mm-hmm. really know all of their children mm-hmm. necessarily mm-hmm. unless they come around a lot. Like so I do I understand big families mm-hmm. to some degree. Not that big of a family though. Yeah. But I- yeah 
one of the things that happens, especially like with our family that we talk about often is like we come from a farming family, especially mm-hmm. on my mom's side. So unfortunately, like fertility issues are becoming more and more mm-hmm. common with each ongoing generation mm-hmm. because of like the having to inhale pesticides like mm-hmm. it, muta- it mutates your genes. And usually mm-hmm. it mutates your genes in two ways. When you inhale pesticides or other, like, cancerous things, Mm -hmm. it mutates you in two ways. It mutates your particular genes, so it could make it so that eventually, maybe one day, you might develop cancer yourself. Mm -hmm. But it also, it mutates the genes that you pass along. Mm -hmm. So, which is why each generation becomes more and more unhealthy Mm -hmm. as time goes on after exposure to these really terrible things. Which was why, like, my generation, being the grandkids of, like multiple generations of farmers there's so much asthma there's Mm -hmm. so many breathing disorders for a lot of us grandkids myself included Mm -hmm. there's a lot of us that struggle with fertility issues Mm -hmm. like a lot of different health issues are happening for my generation because that's what happens so i feel very bad for all of them that this is something that they are experiencing Mm -hmm. but it makes perfect sense to me that they're experiencing at such high numbers Mm -hmm. because one it's not birth control's fault Mm -hmm. it is the progression of genetics yeah so I kind of wanted to go into why mm-hmm. they have so many kids, not only because mm-hmm. of the birth control thing. And that was a whole like you can go do a whole ass deep yeah. dive, which if you want to hear these deep dives, like I'm kind of we're not when I say deep dive, I we're not doing a OK, each episode, we're going to have a whole series about it. We're going to talk about what blanket training is, and what tater tot casserole is like. We're just I'm mm-hmm. doing like the brief information. So all of y'all have the knowledge that I have. So when we talk about these things, like everyone's can be aware of what the, when I say, oh, courting or these courting rules or the jurisdictions, like, you know what that is. So part of the reason they have so many kids is because they don't use birth control. And Michelle, one of her things for her daughters, mm-hmm. daughters specifically, is that mm-hmm. she tells all of her married daughters that you have to be there. Um, you have to be available for your husband at all times and joyfully available which means if you're sick if you don't want to no matter so that means if your husband comes to you and says i want to have sex you have to say yes because that is your duty as a wife which we could get into ten thousand tangents about i don't fucking believe that but it makes sense as to why they have so many kids because josh not josh sorry because jim bob seems like a horny motherfucker he was just breeding like rabbits and it just seems that michelle he just happened to marry someone who's fertile as fuck so yeah. that makes sense as to why they have so many fucking kids. Yes. But it also and like I'm sure we'll go into talking more about like quiverful and things mm-hmm. like that as well. But like and the religious aspect of it for them in particular. But it's so very bothersome to me to say that this is your responsibility, that there's it's once again establishing a place where consent is never the conversation mm-hmm. and that girls, especially your bodies aren't yours. Mm-hmm. And that pisses me off so very much because Mm -hmm. of this foundation of constant, like, availability for perfect victims all the time that they're creating that will also go on to it so I can yell about it later. (laughs) But they're constant saying Mm -hmm. that all the rest of the world is dangerous and that everything else is the danger. No, you guys are the danger. Mm -hmm. You created the dangerous situation in your home. You're literally doing absolutely everything opposite of what is necessary and what science has found to protect your children you're just literally doing the exact opposite and you're pretending Mm -hmm. that you're in the right and that you're the ones keeping your kids safe when you're making them unsafe yep and i think something that goes along with Mm -hmm. this is it also when you talk about having so many kids especially with the duggars like Mm -hmm. we've talked about parentification before it is insane in the dugger in the dugger world how parentified older siblings are and so i want to talk about something called the buddy system (laughs) so the buddy system is kind of like it's not just like a 
hey, like you help. It started as just like, okay, you have 10 kids. Each kid, let's say you have five kids who are above the age of eight. Okay, you all know how to tie your shoes. Go to your younger siblings and help them tie their shoes. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, that's not a bad thing. Like just getting yeah. the shoe, just getting helping you get your shoes ready. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Just being like, hey, we're right, get down the door. Yeah. Like that's how they started this. And it evolved from just something like that to yeah. something called the buddy system where it's not just like one like me to helping helping take care of my brother and like a hey my mom's on the phone let me help him tie his shoes kind of way it went from that to that is your responsibility so an older sibling is responsible for the younger sibling and it got to the point where it was the oldest four daughters so it was Jana, jill jessa and ginger they all had buddy groups where each of them had two or three kids they were responsible for Mm -hmm. and it was it was said during the show that michelle's buddy was jim bob no, yeah. sorry. No, erase that. No, Jim yeah. Bob didn't have a buddy because he was the no. Guy. They said that. I remember yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. It was it, it, yeah. Michelle. Was it was Jim? Jim like, Bob's buddy is Michelle, mm-hmm. and Michelle's buddies are the babies. Uh, are yeah. any baby that she has until they're weaned? Exactly. So think about it. Think mm-hmm. about this. And the amount that she was getting pregnant, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that she had a baby. At, she had a one and a half year old. She was still breastfeeding, and then a newborn. That meant she took that. The, she took that one yeah. and a half year old probably immediately weaned it and shoved it off on a 14 year old exactly so like this is what's so bothersome to me as someone who also like me and my siblings are very close because we did have such a hand in Mm -hmm. like helping raising each other and like Mm -hmm. really we all have like there's big age differences between Mm -hmm. me and my siblings but like which my which also stems from like my parent like not only our financial circumstance but also because of how my parent my mom's mm-hmm. family in particular was my mom is one of seven she was the middle of seven mm-hmm. children they all had such big age gaps that it was mm-hmm. like there were three separate families in mm-hmm. their house they had the three oldest children they mm-hmm. had like i think like a five plus year break and mm-hmm. then they had my mom and her her younger sister who was 11 months apart mm-hmm. and then they took literally my mom is i think 14 years older mm-hmm. than her youngest sibling mm-hmm. so then after that so it was like and 13 years older than mm-hmm. her one something. So literally took a break for 13 years and then had two more kids. Well, think about it. Josh right now is 35 and his yeah. younger sister is 13. Exactly. Like that's exactly so what happens. So he was 22 when so his you have sister was born. These huge breaks in between and or like these huge age gaps. So it does make sense in some ways to have like an, a 14 year old child kind of helping out a little bit. But what made me so annoyed was like when Michelle was describing it and like I saw the clips of it and I've heard her stupid sing songy voice. And mm-hmm. it's like, we do this because mom can't be everywhere at one time. It's like one, then why do you have that many fucking kids? Mm-hmm. And two, it is not a child's job to be the parent. Mm-hmm. They should never be in that situation. Yep. And then it was like one of the things that I love in that podcast, the Digging Up the Duggars podcast that they kept talking about all the time was the constantly like, we know, Michelle, you don't do anything. You mm-hmm. don't do the laundry. We know, Michelle. Well, and that, you don't do that, the cooking. That actually, we know. That actually leads me right yeah. into talk about jurisdictions, oh, which is that what they call their chores. And so it's not just <laughs> like you have three or four kids. All right. So you clean the kitchen, you clean the bathroom. That is technically what it is. Yeah. But it's also like Jill was the one who cooked Jill and Jill and Ginger cooked all the time. Like I, there's so many yeah. clips of them. They had these fucking industrial. Once they got their seven thousand foot, seven thousand square foot home, they mm-hmm. had a, they had a nice kitchen in the front and an industrial kitchen in the back, which they apparently got got for a good deal, whatever. But yeah. they had these industrial bread loaf pans that was like eight loaves of bread in each pan. And they, I saw clips of Jill pulling out like four or five at once. So you're cooking like thirty loaves of fucking bread at once. So Jill and Ginger used to cook. Jessa helped with schoolwork and laundry. And then Jana's jurisdiction was cleaning her parents' bedroom. 
it's so inappropriate like so you're not only the oldest daughter so you're 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 being forced to take care of all your younger siblings and you're like the mm-hmm. penultimate like parentified mother yeah but you're cleaning your parents bedroom how many fuck up uh, they don't use condoms never mind I'll yeah say, how many used condoms has she fucking found but they don't use condoms they don't do well it's so deeply inappropriate to me because it's such an invasion to, to expose your child to that but also this just gives me the fucking vibe of like our kids are just our like indentured server servants all the time it's well, like we don't have to do anything that's what we have kids for is mm-hmm. to treat them like shit and make them do everything well, it's all even the time. like when they were building their house they it was they homeschooled them using something the, the something called ati which i'll get into it and they homeschooled them so they could go on quote-unquote field trips and yeah. learn about things mm-hmm. but it's like you would have the electrician come out to do the mm-hmm. electro electrical wiring in your house and they would teach the kids about it so that the kids could do it next time apparently everyone above eight got their own fucking power drill which, mind you, I was kind of jealous about because I yeah. love the power drill. But also, like, at eight years I, old, bitch, I was 23 buying my first power drill yes. being like, how the fuck do I use this? Eight years okay. old? I couldn't even hold I a butter I still knife. don't know how to build things. And I was always the child that was like, my parents literally redid their entire house because it's a 200-year-old mm-hmm. farmhouse. But, like, I let... I. I agree to some degree that I liked that my parents included me in this for so many years because it did teach me some responsibility and like taught me the like do it yourself mm-hmm. attitude, things like that. I still don't fucking know anything because yeah. luckily my dad was not the asshole who was like, here, power drill this fucking we're going to turn you into child labor. We're going to have mm-hmm. an eight year old build a house. No, he was just like, hey, hold this here for me while I mm-hmm. nail this. That's why I don't know how to do anything. Yep. Not because my dad was like, you're a stupid girl. You don't Mm. need to learn how to do things. No, he respected that I was a child and he Mm. wasn't going to put power tools in the hands of a tiny child. Exactly. And they're all like, apparently like, like labeled and shit like that. Like it's a whole thing. Exactly. I'd be like, I love child labor. Let's have all these children so it can be child labor. Yeah. Yeah. Also, then it reminds me of the fucking... Whenever Michelle was trying to pretend like they were learning things, the perpendicular. Bankruptcy <laughs> isn't when you go to the bank. Bitch. And that's the thing. <laughs> when they homeschool, they they use the... <laughs> they... <laughs> I can deal with this stupid woman. <laughs> trying to pretend like you're teaching. Perpendicular. Perpendicular. <laughs> stupid voice oh my god God. and like oh that's that's like uh i just they used the um the like the schoolhouse method where Mm -hmm. all the kids were learning the same shit which like regardless of age which like i because like we've talked before you and i personally that i do like the montessori like system of learning and like teaching a child how to do skills Mm -hmm. and like hone skills from an early or an early age but like for someone who they're always shouting about like this is not appropriate for children mm. they can't watch disney movies because fucking sleeping beauty's a whore who got kissed before marriage they can't handle these things but they're also like there is no age difference in someone's brain to learn things they'd be like which also i know you're gonna go into it in a minute like some of the content that they were learning was way Yo. inappropriate for children of specific ages and Yo. like I shouldn't be the one to talk, clearly, because I've mentioned previously that my parents didn't believe in TV movie ratings, mm-hmm. so I started watching horror movies at Jesus. four, yep. which is why I have constant brain rot, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that I'm a fucking idiot, but, like, 
why can you not understand that there are boundaries? Mm-hmm. Also, this is what makes me so concerned that these kids could never potentially have any real future than what they mm-hmm. set them up for because they're not learning anything. They can't go to college. They don't understand nope. math. They nope. just know how long a skirt's supposed to be. <laughs> like, that's they it. They make 30 loaves of bread in a day. They know how to make 30 loaves of bread in a day, which, like, not to say that, like, I would, I'm skills. That, yeah. But also, like, I... I'm someone who now as an adult with so much student loan debt that I'm not going to encourage my children to go mm-hmm. to college. If they want to do that, they want to do that. I would encourage my kids to go to trade school. Yep. But like, I agree with that part of it, but like my kids are still going to go to school and they should know what fucking geometry is. Mm-hmm. Like completely agree. Oh completely agree. Yeah. So um, I'm not going to go into too much detail with ATI cause that could be a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, ATI is a homeschool program that's designed to teach curriculum that's enriched with, quote, biblical life principles. So in on the surface, it's not, you know, when you first look at it and when I was younger, you look at it and you're like, OK, like it's just more of a religious homeschool. OK, whatever. Like it is what it is. My cousin, I had a cousin who was homeschooled, who her mom made sure they talked about scripture. Like, OK, that's what I thought ATI was. No, no. they literally like will like it's not they don't make any they teach biblical shit more over than anything else. And um, the issue with it is it's the the fact that they don't get actual learning mm-hmm. from it. But also it comes from the the issue is also with the person who runs at Bill Gothard. He is or used to run it. He is a piece of shit. Yeah. And with ATI learnings, because it was so biblical fo- focused, according to ATI, one of the things like if you fall in love with someone and you get your heart broken, you are damaged goods. If you have sex before marriage, you are damaged goods. So it is making you, it, yeah. it, is, it is, it is making the, 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 the female population of this, of this homeschool thing be very submissive, be very, yeah. Uh, let me let me make sure I have as many kids as possible yes. to populate whatever and then make sure that the men are going forward and they also try to teach them so they can get into politics yes. and they can change how everyone views things because they're like we're a nation of sinners like we got to have the good strong Christian yes. people in the blah, 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 blah. that's their fucking yeah. goal which these are two very important points that I want to make sure we very much get across mm-hmm. first to talk about like the content of ATI so the biggest problems in my mind for it, like definitely those that you're talking about, as well as it's extremely expensive. Yes. So this is an extremely expensive homeschool, quote unquote, system that most of the time, let's be real here, families with this number amount of children and a lot of family, because we're going to talk for a moment about the Quiverful movement, yes. which is clearly what they are part of, even though the Duggars try to pretend like they're not. Mm-hmm. So the Quiverful movement is literally, it comes from a part of the Bible that says, be fruitful and multiply. Yes. So their whole goal is to have as many children as possible to indoctrinate and then go on mm-hmm. to these big parts, to go into government, military, all mm-hmm. of these really big, important controlling fields, and then get everybody converted to these Mm. fundamental value fundamentalist Mm -hmm. values so that is literally the purpose of it this is this like basically this scary cult that is spreading through this way that Mm -hmm. they are purposefully doing this because their whole goal is to have as many fucking people as possible Mm -hmm. that believe these shit ass things to go into positions of power to then change the tides of america Mm -hmm. which i think 
is successful in what they are doing and have mm-hmm. been doing for decades. However, with ATI specifically, why it is so dangerous is because it's not only teaching these young men to have all of these shitty, scary mm-hmm. fucking viewpoints, uh, like controlling women's bodies, mm-hmm. all of these things, and then going into positions of power, but it also straight up just teaches a culture of victimhood. Yep. In these specific booklets, not only are it, does it cover things from basic, simple math to evolution isn't real, mm-hmm. To they talk about in there. I saw parts of uh, from the funnel fund fundy Fridays videos. They were showing some of the booklets themselves and literally talk about how winking is dangerous. Mm-hmm. That a, a woman winks at you, it's because they want to be assaulted. Mm-hmm. That they basically like straight up say that, like, in this thing, that if you were, I'm very sorry, trigger warning here. If you were raped or assaulted, that it's basically your fault, Mm -hmm. that you must have done something to make that person stray, and that this is a good thing because it makes you closer to God. Mm -hmm. So there were people in the documentary who straight up was saying that, like, they had friends who were coming to them and saying that they had been assaulted and that they basically blamed their friend, but also that they were jealous because they thought that this was, like, a religious experience and that this person would now be closer to God. Because God was putting them through a specific trial. Exactly. And that they were upset that they weren't going through these things, too, because they wanted to be more godlike. Because Mm -hmm. this is how pervasive this scary fucking cult Mm -hmm. had gotten into the brains of children. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It is insane, like, looking back on... and, and And here's the thing. Looking back on it, like... They, like you said, they're very good at doing, at, at pushing this type of belief out there because they, they have people like, like the Plaths and like the, and the, um, oh my God, what the, the Kellers, the Kellers and the, there's the uh, the Bateses Bates. and, and the Duggars and And the whole family was part of it. And shit like that. Like you have so many of these, these families who are put forth in the media Mm -hmm. as like a, oh my God, they have so many kids. Oh my God, they're this Christian family. Look how different they are. But in reality, they're pushing them. Yeah. I don't want to say, I don't want to say they as in like TLC because TLC is pushing them just to get fucking money. And TLC is just like, I have they don't, with, ca- they don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't give a fuck TLC. about anything. They like money. Yeah, but like they're s- strategically, they meaning like the ATI movement and the IBLP movement and the Quiverful movement. They're strategically putting these families who have a thousand kids out in the media, being mm-hmm. like, "Look how good this family is. Look how um, all American values." And they put it forth as very all American. And mm. who doesn't want that all American dream? Who does? I mean, us. Yeah. But like, who doesn't want like? most people want that picket fence with kids and a dog yes. like who doesn't want that they're putting this forth being like look if you do this is x the y and z family in the world you could have a family this happy and if you do x mm-hmm. y and z like the duggers do like the holtz mm-hmm. do like the Bates do like the kellers do if you do x y and z you will have a happy family like them but yep. they don't show the parts of these children literally being molested by their own fucking brother because yeah that that the parents won't hold him fucking accountable for his actions. Exactly. Or that these kids, you're all impressed by how well behaved they are, that they never yep. like talk back to their parents, all of that. That's because literally they're being beaten as babies all the way yes. up through. So, so blanket training. Yes. Go. We're going to blanket training yeah. and persuasion. So, or persuasion, no, um, encouragement. We're going to encouragement and blanket yes. training. So something that I learned about and it wasn't I didn't know exactly what it was. It's called blanket training. So it's essentially you take a blanket, Mm -hmm. you put a baby on it for like tummy time for whatever. And this can start as soon as like a month, two months old. You put a baby on a blanket, you put a toy 
just out of reach of the baby and then what you do is when the if you're doing this blanket training you wait for the baby to reach for the toy you go no and you smack them yep whether with a spoon belt hand whatever it says lightly but we all know you fucking smack the shit out of your kids yeah so that's essentially teaching them to you only let them have a toy when you want them to so you're teaching them that they can only do anything when you when the parent says so i forget fully the exact quote but i remember in the documentary watching i think it was josie the youngest one mm-hmm. teeny tiny really curly hair yep, and all yep. of that she was like she could have been no more than like one and a half two yep. and she was like in that toddler speak basically saying i think the quote was uh children are required to have constant obedience and i was yeah, like, like god like children yeah. them with god's obedience and like, like you're one and a half years old you shouldn't this is not <laughs> A yeah. thing that you should be saying. This is not yes. a thing that should be your constant existence and, from birth. And when they talk about like teaching their kids and mm-hmm. raising their kids, they don't say raising their kids or teaching their kids. They call it, they say training their kids. Yes. Which is fucked up. And then they also have something where the Duggars, the Duggars specifically would be like, do you guys need a little bit of encouragement? They would take them to a room and beat them with a rod. That was that was their means of punishment. They promoted spanking. They didn't do it in on the camera. Yeah. But like Jill this is what and, was even, happening. and even yeah. Amy King, who is a cousin of the Duggars, said she witnessed almost every single one of her cousins get beat with a rod and their mom or dad be like, do you want some encouragement? Yeah. Like, ima- like, ima- like, like, and this is being touted to the general public through TLC as this mm-hmm. is the perfect family, blah, 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 because these kids are so obedient. These kids are so quiet. Mm-hmm. They are. There's 19 of them, but they're mm-hmm. not rowdy. They're not bad, blah, blah, yep. blah. That's because they're literally getting shit kicked out of them mm-hmm. all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And Jill, her fucking Michelle Duggar in particular, she wrote in her book, she mentioned that she does blanket training. She didn't mm-hmm. specifically go into what blanket training was mm-hmm. because then she'd be an admitted child abuser. Mm-hmm. But she straight up says that she used this this method. Mm-hmm. So you're straight up admitting to me you beat fucking babies. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. this is so fucked up to me and why I think it's also so easy that these kids literally were a part of this cult-like mentality because they're being beaten from birth Mm -hmm. like i feel so guilty for all of these children like i yeah like we're not going to pretend like they all are good people all the Mm -hmm. time and that they do good things all the time especially like a lot of the older girls husbands like the one who's fucking obsessed with kanye Mm -hmm. and like jill's husband or whatever he says transphobic shit all the time these aren't Mm -hmm. good people yeah but you can't expect them to have any real chance most of Mm -hmm. the time that Jill's the only one who has a shot of a chance because she's been going to therapy for years mm-hmm. to try to deal with all these things. But, like, literally your entire life, your entire upbringing, and everybody who is a part of your circle who's constantly giving you this confirmation mm-hmm. bias are all people that are a part of this cult that give you no window to the outside world that this is not normal, this is not okay, this is not acceptable, mm-hmm. this is not how life should be. Mm-hmm. You should not be, as girls, you should not be so oppressed. Mm-hmm. Like. Yep. Any of these things, there's nobody to tell you that these values mm-hmm. are bad values. Mm-hmm, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to change gears a little bit and talk about. I'm just going to briefly mention the tater co- tater tot casserole. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this is something that the Duggars came up with. Apparently, apparently it is v- it's very very cheap, mm-hmm. very easy to make. It is. I didn't write how you make it, but it's pretty self explanatory. Mm-hmm. It's ground turkey, browned and seasoned, which we all know was maybe salt and pepper, if that. If that. Mm-hmm. Um, Three bags of tater tots, so six pounds of tater tots total, Um, two cans, big cans of cream mushroom soup, two big cans of chicken, uh, cream of chicken soup, and then evaporated milk. 
and then you that mix it all together disgusting. and you bake it. No cheese, no seasonings, no nothing. You bake that shit and then that's it. That sounds so gross. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Yeah. Um, is there anything you have you have to say on tater tot casserole? No, I have. That sounds like a culinary nightmare to me. Yeah. I hate it. Um, so then I also want to switch gears and talk about courting. Talking about that. Talking about the purity mm-hmm. culture because that's yeah. something that I've talked about a lot. Um. So they obviously have this huge purity culture, but they take it to the fucking extreme. So courting, I I wrote down the seven rules for courting that they kind of talk about a lot. So we'll kind of go through them. The first one is courting is not dating. It is dating with a purpose, which means you're not just dating to get some dick. You're not just dating to get some (laughs) pussy. You are dating to marry this person. The entire goal of this is to talk about what you want in marriage, what you want for children. So that's like that's a lot of pressure. Exactly. From the moment you go in this relationship, you're like, I'm going to marry this man. And for majority of the kids, except for I think maybe Josh and maybe Josiah, they have been in only one courtship ever. And that is their their partner. That's who they're with. So the second rule is that there's always a chaperone. There's always a chaperone. So if you go out on a date, you go out to dinner, you bring a, a sibling with you. You bring a brother with you. You bring a sister with you. you bring your mom or dad with you. And the, with this, they always say that brothers know best. So 95% of the times, if you if it was especially a daughter, let's say it was Jessa going out with Ben, they would have a brother tag along with them because the brother knows how, like, can read people well, apparently. So brothers know best. Number four is that parents are included on all the text. So if you wanted to text, you were a group chat between it'd be like me, my future girlfriend, and then my mom and my dad. That's how, how you would text okay. people. There was allowed one private call a night, but even then they were listening in. So, um, the biggest one is, um, well, then we're going to skip past the biggest one for now. You have to be approved by the dad. So it's very much like when you go into a courtship, it's very much like you have to ask for that person's hand in courting. Be like, can I court this person? And Jim Bob, they literally fill out an application yep. of like pages and pages and yeah, pages of questions. Yeah, I was watching a video yesterday about it where all of, at the time it was the four daughters, yeah. um, and their husbands, the one who always looks like he's high, yep. um, transphobic man yep. bun, um kanye obsessed soccer dude and the one that is forgotten about because i don't care awesome yes something i don't care um those four they were talking about how like all except for the oldest Mm daughter the first one to get married they all had to straight up fill out a full-on questionnaire a full-on application they had to talk about their finances Mm -hmm. like all kinds of inappropriate shit Mm -hmm. they had to straight up like apply to date Mm mm-hmm one of the more than a job application yeah more than a job application things that like yep. literally it looks like oh yeah your dad knows you before i ever do exactly or knows me before you ever get to yeah and kind of so go longer gross. like they date for marriage like they date yes. in order to marry someone and the last it's one, basically an arranged marriage yeah and the last one is no kissing or hand holding or front hug so let's talk about let's front hug let's talk about yeah. this because this is something i have a lot of feelings about as someone who grew up in purity culture so <laughs> So when it comes to physical touch, the way the Duggars run is there is no handholding until you're engaged. You only give side hugs. So you only give that Christian side hug, which is like was a huge meme a few years ago. You have a good Christian side hug. Exactly. So you have a good Christian side hug. Um, You're not allowed to hold hands until you're married, which that means once you're or when you're engaged. Sorry. So once you're engaged, it's just like you're constantly holding each other's hands you're super glued together bitch yeah and then you don't a lot majority of them have saved their first kiss until their wedding day imagine having your first kiss with your partner being on the altar in front of your entire fucking family which mind you so gross with mind you Mm -hmm. these these weddings are like five six hundred people because like they're a whole television episode also 
this is obvious. They're obviously going to hate me because I'm going to sound like a fucking whore to them. I'm not buying a car without test driving it first. Thank you. I'm not signing up for marriage. Can I tell you if the first someone the, that what if, if they're the boring? person I lost my virginity to was yeah. a person I'd have sex with the rest of my fucking life. Sorry if you listen to this. You probably don't because I haven't talked to you yeah. in years. Like I'd be fucking bored as shit. I'd be dead. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like, well, my abuser was my first so yeah. like i'd be literally dead this person would have killed me but also like <laughs> oh my fucking god oh, sorry so i know that got dark <laughs> but there's a dark cloud in here now uh, shit guys <laughs> yeah it got really dark in this room we have to turn on some lights um but also like i couldn't handle that for the rest what of my life a really bad kisser what if it wants people who like sucks my in your bottom was what, what if it wants people who like sucks in like your whole bottom lip and it goes to your chin my abuser used to slobber all over my face like yeah. literally making out with them was disgusting because there'd just be spit. I literally have to wipe off spit. And like, there's people who like just jam their tongue down your fucking throat. What if they're one of those? And they probably are. They're probably like because they don't know how to kiss. I told you about that one person that had the like the thumb size. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, when he was kissing me, it was like he was counting all of my teeth with his tongue. <laughs> And I was like, I know from the area that we come from that not everybody has all their teeth, but I promise you I do. <laughs> you don't I have to, have to fucking leave yeah. right now. Right now. I have to check. go. I got them all. Don't worry. Sorry, they're all in guys, there. For you guys, for your mics, but I have to fucking leave right now. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. The, what if you had that forever? Yep. And then like all I can think what of. What if they have a really ugly dick? Oh no! <laughs> what if they have like one of those like really weird one that's really veiny and really curvy and like, but like because they're all white, obviously. Yeah. Like, what if they're like it's really curvy, but like the veins are like bright fucking blue? <laughs> Just what, what if, if they're the bad? It's gonna be bad because yeah, literally like it's gonna be a two pump jump. Fucking like there was that one clip of literally like Jim Bob giving a book to Josh mm-hmm. like before his wedding. Be like, this is everything you need to know of like being a husband and like fulfilling your marriage like marriage responsibilities and things like that and basically being like this is everything you need to know about sex oh wait it was side like, note. no i don't think you guys side know note. everything so about sex. so you know when you learn how to kiss you like look yeah. at like you watch tv this they can't do that so that's the big thing they don't yeah. watch tv they don't dance they don't listen to music whatever they're not allowed to listen to anything with drums because that's from the devil yes so i read an article today when i was finishing out my research that um when they learn how to kiss, you know how they, you know who they learn how to kiss from? Their parents. They watch their parents kiss. Jessa said she would go to her mom for kissing advice because they're good kissers. How do you know your parents are good kissers if they're making out in front of you? If they're not, that, unless they're making out in front of you, you nasty that fucking bitch. also sounds so predatory and like, uh, oh my god, that sounds so like. Child well, there were so many, so many, so many times in the movie, in the, in the movies, yeah. the TV show, where they're talking about like moving into their new house and like. Jim Bob would be like, huh, let's try for baby number 17. Oh, and it's like, you Stop. have a Lego head. Your wife just gave birth two minutes ago and her <laughs> pussy is still ripped. Can you not Can do you that? Chill the fuck out. Like, okay, what the fuck, dog? I hate them so much. But, Ugh. oh my God, so yeah. gross. But it kind of leads into one of the things that they talked about in the documentary that. Mm really bothered me and mm-hmm. stuck with me a lot was the um <laughs> what was it fucking called hold on yeah umbrellas of authority what uh, yes this is what they the their fucking stupid religion the iblp cult that the duggars are a part of um the institute for basic life learning principles. life principles or whatever 
they in this fucking Bill Gothard was talking about umbrellas of authority. So this was like their structure of how their family hierarchy goes mm-hmm. that like children are under the umbrella umbrella of authority of their father mm-hmm. and the father is protected by Jesus because Jesus needs to pro- hit has to have the umbrella to protect you from the devil so then the whole time i was fucking joking i was like umbrellas protect you from the devil <laughs> like mm-hmm. i need my devil umbrella i, I have need to go my outside. devil umbrella now <laughs> i need it now i have to go outside <laughs> but then they sit there and talk about well the umbrella of authority transfers for girls from father to husband mm-hmm. and there was like this whole fucking stupid clip i think it was for anna and josh's mm-hmm. wedding so Mm -hmm. but like her dad was talking about something of like he was like nearly in tears when i was like yeah and now i'm going to give all authority to my daughter over to her new husband because that's how the transfer of authority works Mm -hmm. in the bible like stop talking about transfer of authority this This is is not property you're not venmoing your daughter to another person exactly like for fuck's sake i was like at this point you should have been like i will take three cows for my daughter yeah essentially stop it these are human people mm-hmm. for fuck's sake these are humans we're talking mm-hmm. about but i couldn't stop fucking it's stuck in my brain forever this umbrellas of authority mm-hmm. now i can't get over fucking you need an umbrella to protect from satan like it just <laughs> i couldn't fucking stop laughing like Hello? i know i'm a jackass and i know i'm like <laughs> i i do not understand religion at all i didn't i've i've been to church one time in my life oh, other bless you i wish i was like that other than when i have to take my old folks to church on which is the bane of your existence yeah. because you come in every sunday and you're like i fucking I hate, hate organized I religion hate i literally like, sit yeah. there in the back being of the room i literally sit in the back of the room on the work ipad doing my notes for the day and just reading random articles because i cannot mm-hmm. live through hearing any of it it makes me want to die mm-hmm. <laughs> so like i can't do it but literally while I was listening to, like, some of what Bill Gothard was saying in these, like, huge fucking mega church assembly mm-hmm. things where he was, like, indoctrinating people into the cult and being mm-hmm. like, be a part of IBLP. It's good for your kids. Make them all fundies. Make them wear fucking prairie dresses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wear bonnets I, to bed. <laughs> exactly. But, like, cover your hair. It's sinful. Oh I saw your ankles. It's your fault if someone hurts you. <laughs> like, literally <laughs> all these things. <laughs> fucking... I was sitting there like, who thinks this is real? As they're like, this man's up there talking about an umbrella. <laughs> like, 20 minutes he's I talking see. about a Satan umbrella. And you guys you, are going to be like, Do you guys have your umbrellas guy. for Satan today? Exactly. If not, I'm going to see your ankles. Yeah. And I'm like, who sat there and listened to this fucking weird sermon and was like, Yeah, this is exactly what the truth is. This is how the world should work. The Duggars. I'm like, that sounds so fucking made up. Do you not understand how ridiculous that sounds? Mm -hmm. Like, one, every fucking religion and every cult in general sounds absolutely fucking redonkulous to me. Mm -hmm. Anytime I hear some of their bullshit, like, I just can't get over it. But that one got to me. As well as there was one of the fucking things that they showed in the documentary that upset me so much was also to get back to, unfortunately, child abuse. Mm -hmm. They did a demonstration about how to spank your kids in a godly way Mm -hmm. and, like, basically, like, literally asked a small child who was not this man's kid Mm -hmm. to come up and be a volunteer to demonstrate this. They demonstrated spanking a child in front Mm -hmm. of a room, an entire auditorium full of people 
what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. And then sat there like being like, oh, I do this because daddy loves you. All these things. Like the way he was talking to this child. I was like, this very is so grooming, fucking very, grooming, yeah. so molestery, so disgusting. Yeah. that I'm like, who the fuck is okay with this? Yeah. yeah. Who? So that Mm-mm. bothered me terribly. Also, some of the things that fucking that I stuck with me terribly from the documentary was that they basically said that they created cults within the home and the specific quote, they made every father a cult leader Mm -hmm. because this was the person that you had to undyingly listen to Mm -hmm. at all times was the father. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense to me growing up in a fucking patriarchal sexist society that Mm -hmm. the United States still is, that this is why it makes so much sense that people are willing to be indoctrinated into this bullshit because sexist men are being told that they are the end all be all and that they get to be a cult leader of their entire household and that everything is through them. Yep. I agree. Yep. And so that part of it makes sense as to how the men get indoctrinated into this. But these poor women are so beaten down Mm -hmm. by this bullshit scripture that there is nothing they can do. Like literally there were families in there that were talking about young daughters of this cult who were talking about how their fathers were literally molesting them and their mothers couldn't do anything about it mm-hmm. because literally the structure yep. of this cult. Like yep. this is so fucking dangerous and mm-hmm. makes me so goddamn angry. Mm-hmm. As well as like the level of uh power and control that the Duggars in particular had mm-hmm. over their children that they were literally beating the shit out of their kids and none of these kids ever said it on mm-hmm. national TV. Yep. It was never shown. None. There was never a risk of these kids giving mm-hmm. away the secret because there was so much power and control mm-hmm. that Jim and they, Bob and, and had here's over the, them. And, and like that control like because especially because they didn't see any other families but families like theirs mm-hmm. like and they saw other families like as as sinners like you wouldn't even think you wouldn't know anything different you know what i mean yep. like you didn't know like there are so many people like you know when you get out of a abusive relationship like you know you don't know that people can love you mm-hmm. unconditionally they you don't know that people don't take advantage of you you know what i yep. mean you don't know that abuse isn't love mm-hmm. and literally like because fucking i keep referring to the kanye obsessed one he's a preacher who says some really weird things Mm -hmm. i told you a few of the ones that i heard him say Mm -hmm. the other day that was fucking ridiculous like he says that um catholics are just pagans yep um he believes he did a whole i watched a clip on the fundy friday video of him literally talking about how like it is a divine right by god to be able to hit your kids Mm -hmm. like so they're even marrying into marriages mm-hmm. where there are people who believe and perpetuate this too. So there's mm-hmm. no way out. Even when you finally get to get married and get out of the cult that is your father's home, mm-hmm. you're going straight into another one yep. because of these fucking umbrellas of authority and transference mm-hmm. of fucking Power, property yeah. ownership, basically. Yeah. As well as, so one of the things that like, I wanted to talk about this a lot because you came in with a lot of Duggar's knowledge. Yeah. I come in from a perspective of knowing a lot about cults and have studied cults extensively. So one of the things that I find so very interesting about the Quiverful movement or IBLP and like Gothard's teaching in general is that this cult is most cults usually thrive because they are all located in the same place. That's like communes, compounds, things like that, that they isolate you entirely from the rest Mm -hmm. of the world. The Duggars, although isolated from anyone who can show them that there is a life different from Mm -hmm. them, they're not isolated from the rest of the world. They have structured this cult into a way that literally they can have entire different households of different little mini cults, all a part of this same cult, Mm -hmm. 
all in different places, which is an extremely rare thing to do, but was entirely made possible by the way Gothard structured, like the homeschooling, teachings, all of these different structures of power and authority over other people, Mm -hmm. which is an extremely unique thing. Which is why it was so easy for them to continuously spread mm-hmm. this message of putting people into the military, putting people mm-hmm. like raising kids in quiverful movements and then making them world leaders, mm-hmm. quote unquote, and how they've been successful at doing this for so long. But although they do like IBLP does own militia camps, they mm-hmm. do own like all of these things that can indoctrinate children even more and isolate them very similar into the way that like Scientology camps yeah. do. Yeah. Um, so they do have those things that do exist, but they've basically sold a device to make it so individual parents and individual fathers can, can create cults within their own home in mm-hmm. such a widespread thing, which is why I think this is so terribly dangerous mm-hmm. because it's... It's like you're constantly fighting a losing battle if this keeps spreading because then there's going to be more and more of these families that can continuously spread this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's 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 very as much as like, you know, we always say like we don't like I don't want to ever put any praise onto Gothard or any of his yeah. teachings or any of his followers. But like he was damn good at doing what he did. Yes. Like and it's scary how mm-hmm. good he was at doing what he yes. did. You know what I mean? And it's incredible to me that he literally was preaching this quiverful movement. You have to get married, you have to have as many children as possible, blah blah blah. He never married and he never had children. Mm-hmm. So this man was the person that you were saying like is the end all be all that mm-hmm. is talking through him. We have to listen to him cuz that's God's word. He doesn't even live God's word, so why do you have to? Mm-hmm. But yet there's no question of this because there's never a question of higher authority because they mm-hmm. beat that out of you mm-hmm. in immediately mm-hmm. and it's incredibly crazy to me mm-hmm. and so very scary how this mm-hmm. was all set up mm-hmm. through these teachings and it yeah. starts literally from birth through blanket training mm-hmm. like there's yeah. no escape from it which mm-hmm. is why like i don't i don't have a lot of love for a lot of the adult duggers mm-hmm. Because I know that they're still actively spreading these things, mm-hmm. but I do have a lot of sympathy and empathy for them because they never had a chance not to. Exactly. Yeah, I completely agree. So we just took a quick break mm-hmm. um, and we decided we're actually going to split this into two episodes because yeah. there's a lot of information we just gave you guys. Um, and it's I feel like if we went, I feel like I wouldn't feel right, including talking about all the crimes the Duggars committed and shit like that in this episode just because i want to do a deep dive on it yeah, i want to and, and i feel like no i want to do a little more that. research too yeah. just to be 110 percent clear about what happened with josh with the yes. sisters everything like that and also i want to talk about like you know how the sisters were forced into giving that giving that like yeah being apologists for josh yeah so i feel like we're gonna, we're gonna split them in two episodes i'm not sure you know we'll we'll figure out you know we'll probably try to do it like this mm-hmm. episode and then release the next one the next yeah. week will be you know what i mean that type of thing maybe we'll do two in a week fuck it who knows i don't know we'll see yeah. um but yeah so that was the duggers um yeah sorry that was angry. mostly a lot of background information yes. that i think will tie in very good when we start talking yes. about more of the crimes as to why we're also so deeply angry mm-hmm. so thank you for sticking along to listening yes. to not only the background history a little bit about iblp mm-hmm. about the cult and their beliefs before that the Duggars yes. and their own fucked up structure in their own mm-hmm. home, as well as like, I think this is mostly like a lot of the good background information to go into where we're going to go next, which is the worst of the worst, which is their own individual yes. individualistic crimes yes. and why 
we kind of wanted to talk more and more about this because the shiny happy people documentary I think was great in the sense that it was talking very much about how bad the religion Mm -hmm. itself was but it didn't go much into these particular Mm -hmm. crimes and why we should be uncomfortable that this family was platformed for nearly 20 years yeah because this there was horrible crimes going on this entire time and I kind of want to also do a little research on each of the husbands and the wives and like the the ones that weren't raised in the Duggar family and see like what they're doing right now because that way we can also be like hey you know jill may be like going to therapy and using birth control and that's not the other but her husband's still a piece of shit you know what i mean like shit like that Mm -hmm. so like i want to do a little research on that so with that being said if you want to hear that episode keep up with our bullshit all that fun stuff you can follow us on instagram at figures in the dark you can follow us on twitter at figures in the dark but darts spelled drk dark you can like us on facebook share our page leave us a message at figures in the dark you can send us an email with your case suggestions spooky stories mental health check-ins pictures of your kitty cats and more things to talk about the doggers yeah at figures in the dark uh podcast at gmail.com and then you can listen to us on all major streaming platforms including spotify apple Podcasts, amazon music and google podcasts so we thank you guys for listening and as always, beware of the figures in the dark, including and the, the Duggars. Duggers. <laughs> and beware of the Duggars. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.